Welcome back to Trade Talk. This is L.A. Aiko, uh, knocking out a few episodes today. Um, been absent, and I know there is a bunch of activity in the market. Not so much absent because of not knowing what to do. I already know what to do, but just um, I'm very I'm, I'm very meticulous before posting some of these things because I know whenever anytime you post something to the general public, you will run into an issue where people will immediately do that thing you're talking about. So I do not like making um, these comments lightly. I take them very seriously. Even if you don't follow them, it doesn't bother me. That's not why I do this. But I'm not going to say something just to appease myself and say it really quickly. But in today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Bitcoin's price and how I think it's going to be cut in half. I know most people are like, oh, you know, speak about coronavirus and things of that nature, which I will in um, the subsequent episodes that I'm going to be filming, uh, filming, recording today. Excuse me. But let's talk about Bitcoin. This has been on my mind for the past two weeks. And a few of my friends that know me know I've been saying this. And I think Bitcoin is going to get cut in half or even less. I think we'll probably see a price of about four to three thousand um, per Bitcoin. And I think it uh, poses an opportunity to short the position, uh, which you can short on the CBO, CBOE, uh, Chicago Board of Exchange, or the CME, Chicago Merchant Mercantile Exchange. Uh, these are all uh, places where I have noted in prior back in 2017 that you could short Bitcoin and have more flexibility. Uh, just to give you clarity on it, it means that you can buy a future position uh, at a set month and say you think Bitcoin is going to be worth that price at that set month. Anytime between today and that month that Bitcoin hits your price, you are in the money and you can close the position and make a profit. It doesn't have to hit that price on that month on that day. It simply needs to hit that price or below that price. Um by that month. And if it does, you make money. So my thesis is this. Uh, Bitcoin is not that it's overvalued. It's simply that Bitcoin will lose more than half of its value or at least half of its value simply because of panic. Now, people would say, well, duh, everything is going down because of panic. That's not hard to see. Ah, but that's not what I'm talking about. Bitcoin has been pushed as a, as as a as a currency for the millennials, a currency for, you know, the young and the people who don't believe in banking and etc. Here's the issue. People think that Bitcoin has touched its floor and it only has up to go. We just have to wait. Well, you had a strong economy before and Bitcoin was steadily going up in that range, maybe $11,000 range. And I could see people all excited, like, here here comes $20,000. But the true test that always will show these things is, what does that same uh, investor class and millennial generation do when there's panic or when there's stress on the markets? I always say this to people, especially if you reference my old episode that speaks about Tesla. Everyone feels like they're making money when the thing is going up or, you know, they can... They just happen to be right. But if you don't know why you're right, you're going to lose your head. And that's what's happening right now. And that's why I wasn't 
quick and running to record episodes because there was no there was no point to um even if I could give you the the right plan on what to do you wouldn't know you wouldn't know how to follow it because it would be too quick it would when corrections happen they happen quick and those who have already looked at the market and have been paying attention to the technicals of the market will already be ready for those corrections so without me going into the weeds cuz i like to keep my episodes very direct and straightforward what people in the bitcoin community are saying is that you know about 6 to 7000 is the floor and we should run back up to 20000 well what you need for bitcoin to hit that 20000 and be strong is you you need all that lobbying that's been happening in the bitcoin markets where they will allow them to create bitcoin etfs they will allow uh big institutions like blackrock to buy bitcoin um to buy bitcoin and that's not going to happen right now pardon me on um this slight cut off here uh I, I don't know what happened um there was an interruption on uh this app that i'm recording on but anyway back to what i was saying it, it's not going to happen um as people think where blackrock and these other institutions are going to take bitcoin onto their portfolios thereby infusing billions of dollars of capital into um, the asset. What's going to happen is that older people are not messing with this thing. They, they're they not playing with, uh, give me a bunch of volatility and price swings that can go 17% in a day. They want no parts of that. And price action is proving that young people don't want any parts of that. Or they would be buying, irregardless of 9,000, 10,000, they'd be looking at these things as, okay, this is my time. We are only at the tip of this coronavirus issue. A vaccine will not be found until the end of the year. I don't care what politician uh, or, um, you know, government is saying otherwise. They know it not to be true. You can only fast track in, in, into a year for safety. As one of uh, my good bio clients was telling me, you start from... Uh, from mice to monkeys to humans. So even on a fast track, we're not we're looking at the end of the year. You don't even have enough cases in countries where it has really shown its head and that's going to continue to keep happening. So as I'm saying now, and that's what I'm basing it off of, it's not basing it solely off of, oh, there's some technical indicators that show me this. And some people might flame me and say, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I do know very clearly this. People don't like volatility and millennials are not immune to it. I've I, I, just knowing people, knowing how they think the majority of millennials are very adverse to risk and uh, have a lot of fear of failure. So fearing getting blown up in this market is not what they're going to want to do or try to do. So you'll see it like that. Even when you see a stimulus that will come into the market, likely from payroll taxes or something of that nature, you're not going to see any action going into these markets. Um, you're going to see prices still tumble until you start getting closer to a vaccine. It's not to say everything will just go down, 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 down forever. It won't go down, down, down forever. It'll begin to trade sideways after a while, after it gives up enough uh, enough gains. But every time that you see the government, Trump administration, the Fed 
push for something to stabilize markets and markets stabilize a little bit and go up in value, you'll see them tumble back in value because there is no continuation to the long side, but there's a lot of continuation to the short side. So in essence, I'm just saying there's intense volatility in the Bitcoin market. Uh, There's intense volatility in the overall market. People, especially older ones with money, who would who you would need to push this market up to $20,000, $20,000 of Bitcoin plus are not going to be interested in putting their money into something so volatile. And the young people who you would think are into it are not interested in putting their money in something so volatile. I'm not saying it's a blanket. Um, it's a blanket comment where, you know, everyone who's young is not going to do it. But the vast majority of them that you need to move a market, they're not doing it. They would rather wait and see what happens. And while they wait and see what happens, prices will correct. I'll be shorting Bitcoin down to 4000 That's the thesis. Thank you for tuning in to Trade Talk. Catch you guys on the next episode.